1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
3: Hey, friends. I'm Sharon McMahon. Longtime government and law teacher, and on my podcast, Here's Where It Gets Interesting. I dive deeply into the stories you haven't heard about America's greatest thinkers and figureheads. I also interview many of today's leading cultural experts like Adam Grant, Ken Burns, and Patrick Radden-Keefe, who share their insights, challenge us to think in new and innovative ways. So follow Here's Where It Gets Interesting on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
4: ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey
0: listeners, I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week they host different events all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the fab foe Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon, and scholarships are available. Check out MagicalMysteryCamp.com helping friendly to learn more.
2: everybody thanks for listening to the helping friendly podcast this is a quick hit for the gorge night 2 july 16th 2016 and we are here with john landis who is at lon jandis on twitter and uh, he's been he's actually currently driving where you driving back to SeaTac from the gorge
4: yeah we gotta go drop off the car and get on the plane back to boston it's
2: been, uh, uh, back to the real world after how many shows <laughs>
4: Uh, nine consecutive, 11 with Wrigley, but we missed Man and uh, Deer Creek, so, but it's been a really nice run.
2: Yeah, that's pretty great. So, uh, The Gorge, uh, how how was it? Tell us about, you know, the scene, about, you know, your experience there. It was your first time, right?
4: Yeah, I'm a Gorgian, so (laughs) uh, (laughs) it was unreal. I mean, The whole it was it was basically a festival uh, without, like you said, the Ferris wheel Um, really, really laid back scene. You know, security didn't care about anything. (laughs) Nice. Uh, You know, they didn't even look at our car on the way in. Um, But uh, just the air of that place, like it's such a magical venue. Um, It's really hard to explain, but the venue itself one of the best places to see a concert I would say um, we posted up there's between like the the floor of the pit and the uh, the lawn there are these terraces there's like seven or eight of them and they're flat and grass and then there's like it's like ten feet of grass and then like a three or four foot rock wall and we just boxed out a big area of that both nights great view awesome just standing on flat grass
2: no, no tarp um, no tarp? <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, no tarp. Uh, there are definitely plenty of those though.
2: Oh, you were at West. So
4: yeah.
2: All right. Uh, well, I mean, that sounds, that sounds beautiful. Everybody says go there. I've even heard people say that it trumps, uh, red rocks, which is, I know a very bold statement, but, uh, it sounds, everything looks great. Someday I'll go.
4: You're, you're just, it's your own city, you know? Yeah. Um, it's very laid back. It's kind of a walk in and out of the venue, but it's more like a pilgrimage and uh, you just kind of enjoy it for what it is.
2: Cool. So uh, let's talk about last night we had a pretty, pretty diverse set list and some pretty good playing and what were you what were your thoughts?
4: Uh, yeah, amazing playing. you know
2: <laughs>
4: these guys, I mean the whole first set I could see just, with Trey's posture, he was Trey face locked in the entire time. Um,
2: People were definitely saying that on the Twitters last night, too.
4: Yeah, I mean, if they were watching the webcast, they could probably see better than I could, but uh, you know, just like I said, his posture, and he was just so locked in. They sound so tight right now. They can absolutely play any song that they want, Um, and I'm just going to eat it all up. Uh, You know, (laughs) this is, I mean, I, I changed my my name, my display name on Twitter to Blisshead. Um, you know, <laughs> I try not to be too much of a fluffer, but this is what I spend my time and money, my, you know, doing, and I want to enjoy every second of it. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of space to be critical, but when they're playing this well, uh, and, and I mean, it's really Fishman is being the anchor, um, really, really whatever they want to do. I'm, I'm in, I'm game. <laughs>
2: that's that's pretty good review i I, i'm pretty much right there with you actually and i haven't been on the whole tour so or most of the tour as it were um so we had a buried alive opener and i just want to go ahead and say once again on this podcast that when i hear buried alive opener i see it as the opener i know that that is going to be with just maybe one notable exception a great show um and then they, they went into some good, you know, rock and funk and dance and bluegrass and it was a pretty good first set.
4: So Buried Alive, as soon as it started, someone in the pit started throwing tortillas. I didn't get the <laughs> memo, but there was a big tortilla war down there. Wow. <laughs> and people were getting buried alive in tortillas. Um, <laughs> but
2: Think of really. all the quesadillas.
4: I don't know, maybe it was some like uh, lot vendor who just wasn't having a good time and not selling enough of this shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was hilarious. Um, uh, yeah, bluegrass, rock, whatever. Every, you know, Uncle Pen always. I, I also consider that one to be uh, a sign of a really great show. You know, when they're in the mood to play something like that. Same thing with Buried Alive.
2: And when they when they goes. hit it on Uncle Pen, when you know, because I've heard some Uncle Pens that don't, you know, you know they're in a good mood to try it, but they don't always. But this one, I, th- I felt like they did a pretty good job of it. It's a tricky yeah, song. Yeah,
4: it is, and I thought Mike really stood out on that one. Cool. Um, and uh, you know, you guys were saying how you like how they've been changing up a lot of the bluegrass. This is a uh, like I think this is the third Uncle Pen I got in those nine shows. Yeah, they've actually um,
2: played this one more than any of the others.
4: Exactly. But um, who can complain? You know, no, I'm not. I'm not. And again, I think that it's just a sign of them feeling like they're on fire right now. And that's how I feel. So, um, you know, there was some really interesting stuff. I mean, uh, what was it? Sleep Again and then Driver?
2: That was happening right during the sunset. And yeah. It was just
4: gorgeous. And
2: they bookmarked that uh, it's ice, which is, is pretty cool. It's got
4: some. And I always like its ice. Uh, you know, when they get soft in the jam, like when they would go into "Swept Away" or something yeah. like that. Um, but after those two slower tunes, I was that, that funky jam in its ice was really welcome. Um, they were just they were just turning on all cylinders, man.
2: <laughs> um, and we're, we'd be remiss not to mention the uh, bathtub gin.
4: Bathtub gin, and you know what? Honestly, wingsuit in that set, yeah. I thought, you know. I remember last year at Dick's, I was I, I really thought that they could have taken it a lot further, and then this one was very, very uh, satisfactory well, <laughs> in, it, the, in the bliss section.
2: As you're coming out of the show, I uh, will forgive you, but I'll point I'll, I'll point out for our listeners, the wingsuit was in the second set, uh, ah. but that's okay, because all your comments are still valid, because I, I, I love that wingsuit, I love pretty much any wingsuit I thought that was a good one they did yeah. a good Halfway to the Moon right before the uh, bathtub gin and...
4: absolutely yeah we were I, we were all kind of surprised you know they were making a, some longer pauses in between songs Right. Um, and uh, I think it was like 555 and Halfway to the Moon had the longest pauses before them which seems kind of regular now that they take a while before these Fuego tunes uh, yeah. Waiting All Night's another one Um, so when Halfway to the Moon came on, they they stopped for almost three minutes or so, I think. Um, and I was like, all right, I hope that they're, you know, comfortable in this, but it was, it was a really, really good version.
2: Yeah, I thought that, I thought it came off well, though they haven't really had much trouble with that song.
4: No, they haven't. I would say they've been doing that one better than, than the other two that I mentioned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to your point too, the bathtub gin, I, I thought it started out slow, um, you know, I made the pun slow gin for those in the um, uh. bar or restaurant industry. Um, <laughs> but it really did pick up. It was a really nice type one, like rocker, great way to end the set. Um, you know, it was no magna gin, but it was definitely a party.
2: Cool. Yeah, no, it was. It, I, I, you know, in my morning listen and Twitter recap of that, I think, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to quote myself. But it basically, I think I said it didn't go super deep, super out there, but it was just really good, really good. Time.
4: It was it was a textbook type one gin that yeah. was you
2: know kind of like the the tweezer from the night before.
4: Very much like that. Yep.
2: So then, uh, speaking of more or less textbook type one, but we had a great a great blazon opened, and uh, set two was it was underway. Um, do you have any particular favorites from that from second set?
4: It's, uh, yeah yeah blazon was great i love that tune. it's just um, i was I, it was funny okay so blazon was great i really thought they were going to take it far um they did some pretty interesting stuff in the jam on that one and you know you could hear trey strumming that chord it wasn't the d chord just yet, yeah, but he was just strumming right away and i was thinking to myself we're going to get number lined. <laughs> um, and as soon as we did, the lawn erupted in glow sticks. It was—I've never seen glow sticks for a number line like that before. That's and great. It was everyone was screaming. Every—it it, was—I've never seen a crowd so excited for a number line. And the band definitely fed off that energy. I thought that number line was fantastic. Trey, um, Trey's solo
2: they, was outstanding in it.
4: Frankly. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Trey is. <laughs> i'll all get to the encore later but um you know and then the Karuni that we just like all just threw down right after that i thought that that was really good it was uh got a little dark it would have yeah. you know i think a lot of us would would have preferred it go on like about twice as long as it did but um it was that place was rocking
2: yeah it's hard to complain about a uh you know, uh, a nice heavy Kareni after a lighter number like number line, so it really it's a good change of vibe. Right?
4: Placement points it. for sure. Yeah.
2: So uh, we talked about the wingsuit, and uh, t- let's talk about this uh, Mike's groove.
4: Yeah. Well, wait. I think shade happened before. Shade that, did which, happen. Shade. You shade know, happen. <laughs> shade happened, and <laughs> I don't know how people on the webcast felt about it, but. For us, we were sitting in the in the sun all day, just boiling. Um, you know, I actually woke up with that song stuck in my head. It was Perfect. one of my pick five, and I thought that they really did a great job on that. Um, you know, I, I'm a, I'm I'm a blisshead. I dig the ballads. You know, drink and do what he wants. Um, so I'm yeah, a the too. the mics the mics was great jam. Uh, I. I was like, Oh man, it would be amazing. I knew with the set list that we were getting, that we were going to come close to a second jam, but they really did take their time before wrapping it up. Um, and then, and then farmhouse was like, it was, the setting was great. Uh, if you want to do Mike's farm groove, you know, the gorge seems to be the place for it. Um, it was a pretty, you know, people were going to say it was a pretty songy set. Um, but i don't think that there were really any weak points overall
2: uh, they kept it moving i mean it shade in the first you know bit of wingsuit or the the slowest bits of the set even farmhouse it's hard to call it slow because trey's solo is oh god it was beautiful
4: yeah, and, uh, well, we we were we thought it was funny because you know no one was expecting him to go out of mics the farmhouse. So we all turned to each other and we're like, oh man, Trey just trolled us so hard. <laughs> uh, but,
2: well, but, I am hydrogen is a short, is a, a slow, quiet song too. Of course, it's a complicated com- composition, and I prefer it to everything. But yeah, you know, it, it's not like. It's always, you know, rage, 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 rage rage right through a mic's groove. There's there's supposed to be some contrast.
4: It sounded like at the end of Mike's they were going to go into simple, which would have been a lot of fun. Um, And hydrogen is always welcome. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You know, I I was hoping for it after the what's the use the night before, you know, to get some of that just hands in the air, throw your head up high and, and, (laughs) you know, soak in the notes um oh and that's the other thing i wanted to mention man trey's tone especially on the first night some of these songs like undermine he was just so super funky and uh that whole second set his tone was just out of this world and he just he knew it you know he knew mm-hmm. what he was doing to us so <laughs> um you know and and we were getting a lot of that um, last night as well night two um but the weaker pog, I thought, was probably the jam of the night. They really, really? got dirty with it. Um, it got really funky. Uh, everyone was getting down, uh, even though a lot of us were very tired at that point. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> it's a long weekend, a lot, of, long day in the sun.
4: Yeah, it'll catch late up nights. to you. Oh, late absolutely.
2: Nights. So let's talk about the encore here.
4: Yeah. So my my favorite part is just that. You know, Fishman sits back there, and he is, like I said, the anchor, man. He, and he was just driving a lot of this show, um, a lot of a lot of the shows that I've seen. Um, and I love when he gets some time, some recognition, some time to goof around, um, running around like a maniac, hold your head up, love you. Uh, couldn't get any better than that. And then so he started... He started introducing the band, Paige McConnell on keys, and then he says Mike Gordon on drums. Uh, shit, that's the that's the bass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ on drums, and there's Trey behind, and everyone flips <laughs> out. <laughs> you know they're having so much fun. It's impossible not to love these guys when they're having this much fun.
2: It is contagious. Um,
4: you know, the hood hood was so perfect. It's like a gorge staple at this point. Uh, he took a page out of the Went playbook. Turned off the lights. There was a big glow stick war. Oh, nice. Yeah, it, yeah. He said, you know, okay, hey, Chris, can we can we turn off the lights really quick? Now? <laughs> and mm-hmm. then the you know the bliss jam with that. Uh, the lights slowly coming back on over time. Uh, everyone was really stoked. Uh, you know, it's a page out of fish history. Uh, getting replayed for us. So um, that was a really exciting moment. And then, of course, Tweezer reprise just bombs. Surely
2: somebody saw that coming, but even (laughs) I didn't. And I'm just sitting here, you know, with all the time in the world, looking at the set lists and having time to mull over all these possibilities. And I completely forgot about the reprise.
4: Uh, Oh, none of us at the show did. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm.
4: None of us forgot. We were bookending Tweezer, both ends. Cool. and uh you know there were some i was talking to people and some were hoping that maybe they would open the show with it or like close the first set with it or something like that but I, I i had a feeling that you know what what better way to end a concert than tweezer reprise and what better way to end two nights at the gorge of all places
2: that's good set listing that's what it is
4: yeah it really was so. and you know they're they're very much doing it on the fly you can absolutely tell like I I, sometimes I wonder how they are able to pull these songs out like this and, and put it together and, and and know what what's been played. You know, I've just been to nine shows and I'm trying to think to myself, you know, I really want like slave. When was the last time they played slave? I can't really remember what's, uh, you know, right. So, but they, but they seem to know, uh, and it's, it's, I'm impressed.
2: Well, it sounds like you've had a uh, heck of a weekend and a hell of a run and, um, we want to thank you for coming on here and talking to us about it. Real quick before we go, though, uh, we're gonna what is it We're gonna play. We're gonna play some of the hog jam for everybody.
4: That was my highlight. So yeah.
2: So we'll give give everybody some of that, and then um, I guess what we're on to San Francisco. Or at least some, somebody is.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of people pushing on. So safe travels to everyone out there. Definitely. Um, and I'll see you guys at Dick's if you're there.
2: All right. Uh, maybe I'll see you at Locken. All right, perfect, man. Cool. Have a safe trip, and uh, thanks for joining us. And this yeah. is, uh, for everybody again, this is John Landis here with us at, at Lonjandis uh, on the Twitters. And um, thank you all for listening to the HF Pod. And you can find us on the internet at hfpod.com and on the Twitters at hfpod. And you probably already knew that, so I'll stop wasting your time and play some fog. <laughs> thanks, guys.
1: What is a city without its music?
2: Powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend.
3: Hey, friends, I'm Sharon McMahon, longtime government and law teacher, and on my podcast, here's where it gets interesting. I dive deeply into the stories you haven't heard about America's greatest thinkers and figureheads. I also interview many of today's leading cultural experts like Adam Grant, Ken Burns, and Patrick Raddenkeefe, who share their insights challenge us to think in new and innovative ways. So follow Here's Where It Gets Interesting on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
4: ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.
1: It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at
5: ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW. For void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
5: This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake, and host of Krista Makes a Podcast